0: Hello friends, we are back again to go over John chapter 6. Let us pray a quick prayer before we get into the word. It has been a crazy week, so let's pray for restoration. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you Lord for helping us to endure through this crazy week. Thank you for each step that you have taken with us, Lord, for showing us the path that you have laid before us when we think that we are headed in the right direction, Lord. Thank you for taking the desires of the flesh out of our hearts and just replacing it with your desire that we may work for you, Lord. Thank you for our family and friends who you've protected throughout this week, Lord. We pray that you continue to put your Shield up over them that they be protected. Lord, allow us to feel your presence in everything that we do. Help us to walk in the Holy Spirit, Lord, with your hand over our hearts. Allow the Holy Spirit to be breathed into us, Lord, and help us walk in your path with every step that we take, Lord. And if we misstep, guide us back to our path. Give us the ability, Lord, that we may shake off any negative spirits that have attached themselves to us throughout this week, Lord. Take all the bitterness and anger and resentment out of our hearts and our minds, Lord, that we may fill them with love, kindness, patience, and all the fruits of your spirit. Allow us to intake the word that we are about to receive, Lord, and fully understand it. And if we don't understand it, Lord, help us to come to an understanding. Help us to put this word into work in our own lives. And help us to share this word with whoever needs to hear it, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So this first section in chapter 6 of John is captioned, Jesus feeds the 5,000. Sometime after this, Jesus crossed the far shore of the Sea of Galilee, that is, the Sea of Tiberias, And a great crowd of people followed him because they saw the signs he had performed by healing the sick then jesus went up on a mountainside and sat down with his disciples the jewish passover festival was near when jesus looked up and saw a great crowd coming toward him he said to philip where shall we buy bread for these people to eat he asked this only to test him for he already had in mind what he was going to do philip answered him It would take more than half a year's wages to buy enough bread for each one to have a bite. Another of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, spoke up. Here is a boy with five small barley loaves and two small fish. But how far will they go among so many? Jesus said, Have the people sit down. There was plenty of grass in that place. They sat down. About 5,000 men were there. Jesus then took the loaves, gave thanks. And distributed to those who were seated as much as they wanted he did the same with the fish when they had all had enough to eat he said to his disciples gather the pieces that are left over let nothing be wasted so they gathered them and filled 12 baskets with the pieces of five barley loaves left over by those who had eaten after the people saw the sign jesus performed they began to say surely this is the prophet who is to come into this world Jesus, knowing that they intended to come and make him king by force, withdrew again to a mountain by himself. This next section is called Jesus' Walks on Water. When evening came, his disciples went down to the lake where they got into a boat and set off across the lake of Capernaum. By now it was dark, and Jesus had not yet joined them. A strong wind was blowing, and the waters grew rough. When they had rowed about three or four miles, they saw Jesus approaching the boat, walking on the water, and they were frightened. But he said to them, It is I, don't be afraid. Then they were willing to take him into the boat, and immediately the boat reached the shore where they were heading. The next day, the crowd that had stayed on the opposite shore of the lake realized that only one boat had been there, and that Jesus had not entered it with his disciples, but that they had gone away alone. Then some boats from Tiberias landed near the place where the people had eaten the bread after the Lord had given thanks. Once the crowd realized that neither Jesus nor his disciples were there, they got into the boat and went to Capernaum in search of Jesus. This next section is called Jesus the Bread of Life. When they found him on the other side of the lake, they asked him, Rabbi, when did you get here? Jesus answered, Very truly I tell you. What sign, then, will you give that we may see it and believe you? What will you do? Our ancestors ate the manna in the wilderness. As it is written, he gave them bread from heaven to eat. Jesus said to them, Very truly I tell you, It is not Moses that has given you the bread from heaven, but it is my Father who gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is the bread that comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Sir, they said, always give us this bread. Then Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. But as I told you, you have seen me, and still you do not believe. All those the Father gives me will come to me, and whoever comes to me I will never drive away. For I have come down from heaven, not to do my will, but to do the will of him who sent me. And this is the will of him who sent me that I shall lose none of all those he has given me, but raise them up at the last day. For my Father's will is that everyone who looks to the Son and believes in him shall have eternal life, and I will raise them up at the last day. At this, the Jews there began to grumble about him, because he said, I am the bread that came down from heaven. They said, Is this not Jesus, the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? The one who believes has eternal life. I am the bread of life. Your ancestors ate the manna in the wilderness, yet they died. But here is the bread that comes down from heaven, which anyone may eat and not die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. This bread is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. Then the Jews began to argue sharply among themselves. Just as the living Father sent me, and I live because of the Father, so the one who feeds on me will live because of me. This is the bread that came down from heaven. Your ancestors ate manna and died, but whoever feeds on this bread will live forever. He said this while teaching in the synagogue in Capernaum. This next section is called Many Disciples Desert Jesus. On hearing it, many of his disciples said, This is a hard teaching. Who can accept it? Aware that his disciples were grumbling about this, Jesus said to them, Does this offend you? Then what if you see the Son of Man ascend to where he was before? The Spirit gives life. The flesh counts for nothing. The words I have spoken to you, they are full of the Spirit and life. Yet there are some of you who do not believe. For Jesus had known from the beginning which of them did not believe, and who would betray him. He went on to say, This is why I told you that no one can come to me unless the Father has enabled them. From this time, many of his disciples turned back and no longer followed him. You do not want to leave too, do you? Jesus asked the twelve. Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and to know that you are the Holy One of God. Then Jesus replied, Have I not chosen you, the twelve? Yet one of you is a devil. He meant Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot, who, though one of the twelve, was later to betray him. So that is the end of John chapter 6. I have actually already read this book. As I said before, I'm reading from the book that I started with. But... It's so crazy just being able to read it again because then now I'm able to actually process everything. So I feel like God was calling me to make a podcast and to read a chapter a day of the Bible for anyone who didn't have the time. But maybe it was also so that I could actually grasp the words that I'm reading and put them into my own life. I am using blueletterbible.org to help me go over this chapter. So the first thing that really jumped out to me is that it says Christ took notice of the crowd that attended him. In the countryside, most um, people were going to be poor, mean, ordinary people. Yet Christ still looked like he was pleased to have them there and he was concerned about their welfare as well. It says the souls of the poor are as precious to Christ and should be to us as the rich, which is something that we will read a lot later on in the Bible about how it's hard to get into heaven when you're wealthy because of all the possessions that you have here. It's harder to let go of them. Another thing that they point out in the blueletterbible.org is that Jesus asks Philip, where shall we get the bread to feed all of these people? Because Philip is his first disciple, really. He had been with him the longest and had seen all of his miracles. So Jesus was testing him to see what he would say. So in doing this, I think it kind of humanized... The disciples a little bit for me no matter who you are or where you're at in life or even how much you read your bible you still could have doubts and God does not expect us to be perfect and not have doubts in him but he loves us through our faults I think that's all the time I have for today I hope you guys have a good day and Till next time, friends.